fought it? We don't know. Okay. All right. Well, that's well, a way to start a podcast. Yes, love it. Sorry Welcome, about that. everybody. Weird, you know? It yeah. did. Smelly cat. Um, smelly cat. What are they feeding you? <laughs> Make it weird. So, our honorary rich, witch has joined us again. I yes. ain't no witch. I'm a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we, um, we also have. Demi as well that has joined us. He don't ever join us. He does not. It's a very, very rare occasion. It is. It's like a unicorn. We love it. (laughs) (laughs) We love it. All right. So. So. We are going to do another installment of Ashley's bowl of cereal today. Weird. And (laughs) this is one that's pretty well known. A lot of people have at least heard of this person, if not know a little bit about this person. I do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Eileen Warnos. Um, yeah. A lot of you may know her from uh, Charlize Theron's uh, depiction of her oh, in yeah. the movie Monster, yeah. which is a phenomenal movie. If you guys have not seen it, oh, highly recommend yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Um, she earned yeah. um, an yeah. <laughs> Academy Award for Best Actress. Well, rated yeah. E. For that <laughs> movie. I like Charlize. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Even in that movie, Even I was like, movie? I know what she looks like in real life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some of my butt. Whoa. And it just Whoa, got was creepy real quick. I don't. <laughs> and not the good kind of creepy. Why don't you get Christina? Did she do that? Didn't she like stick some up a guy's butt? Like why, a why don't you get Christina Ricci and we can. Take this Wednesday Adam style. Oh, yeah. Lord Jesus. Look, we don't have an X writing for this podcast. I love it. I love it. You're going to have to rate it. Teen. So it's already rated NC E for explicit. 17. Oh, that's. E? I thought E was for everyone. Yeah. Not on podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Then you're good. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, we're going to talk about her story. Okay. Um, she was born on February the 29th. That's what I'm talking about. Leap year. Boom. Absolutely. Yeah, I got you. You're looking at me like you. No, I got you. Fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, you are. I'm just. In a gist, she murdered seven men in Florida between the years, um, between a year span of 89 and 90. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And it's all up to interpretation on if you believe the stuff that she said or if you do not. Because she said that she murdered all of these men because they raped her and they were doing all of these horrible things to her so she was it's all in self defense do i believe that all of them were in self defense no yeah but i believe anything charlie says okay well, even in the movies I women. you do except when Every they don't make me a sandwich unless they make you unless, unless they don't they make don't make no you a woman sandwich ever lies. No woman ever. Has, ever. Okay. Um, we're gonna leave that alone. Yeah. <laughs> Start spouting off some names right now, but we won't. I'm just um, 
going to point out to listen to Terry Clark's Girls Lie To. Yeah, <laughs> yeah country song. And, um, yeah, so. Size doesn't matter. Mm. Oh. Flip it over like that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> no. 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 Let's make this podcast real, 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 real weird. weird. Real quick. <laughs> Let's anyway. do it. Let's see if we can get. Let's see. Maybe this is what happens. Mr. Giggles. <laughs> when we decide yeah. that we bring Master thoughts. POS Theater back from the dead. Right. <laughs> This is what happens. This is our own form of necromancy. Yes. 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 Um, We're ghosts. There you go. Okay. Um, her last name when she was born was Pittman. Okay. Okay. Um, her mother was 14 years old. Out. Her father. <laughs> what was that? What did you say? <laughs> what was that? That was part. My bad. He was, trying to do a, he was trying to do a reference, and he <laughs> I, shit the bed pretty that. bad on it. You sing out of that. Uh. No, leave it. I think, <laughs> I think it's a leave it. I think this is going to be a anything goes. It's going to be a r- ridiculous podcast we, with the hint point, of Eileen Wuornos inside of it. At this point, Denny, whenever Wayne joins us, it pretty much stays in because it's gold. It so is. Good, <laughs> stuff. good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. So and a lot of people like our episodes that y'all yes. are on. Well, well, Mom y'all. was 14. When she had her? When she had her. Dang! Uh-huh. And she, she got married to a 16-year-old named Leo Del Pittman. What? On June the 3rd of 1954. And they had her brother Keith, Keith. on March the 14th, 1955. All right. And then less than two years, and after two years of marriage... And two months before Eileen was born, she filed for divorce. Oh, man. It didn't so, work? Didn't work. Obviously. Man, I was rooting for them kids. Right. A 14-year-old and a 16-year-old having babies and getting married? I'm rooting for them kids. Oh, yeah. We're rooting for them. Uh, yeah. We're rooting for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does something like that work out? Sometimes. Go. Very rarely. But yes, uh, it does. Not going to say that it's not, because I do know a girl who met her husband when she was 14, and they are still together to this well, day. good for those crazy so, kids. Did parents doesn't marry happen. young? Right. And they've it been together 35, 36 years? Yeah. Yeah. Something so, I mean, like not saying that it doesn't work. Does it work very often? No. Do, is it recommended? <laughs> no. <laughs> but there you go. It happens sometimes. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so, Eileen never met her father um, because when she was born... He was incarcerated. That means he was locked up. He was locked up. What did he do when he was locked up? He was also diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia. Oh, okay. And he was later convicted of sex crimes against children. (gasps) Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pedophilia seems to be a... um... There you go. (laughs) Um, He ended up... Hanging himself in, in prison. Fuck that guy. On January the 30th of 1969. You can't go banging children and don't think people don't want you dead. Exactly. Denny. Um, <laughs> so she was, you know, she was she very typical. young when this happened, right? 
And in January of 1960, when she was almost four years old, her mother abandoned her, leaving them with her parents, Lori and You think and maybe Greta she, uh, I'm chewing gum, sorry. Mm-hmm. You think maybe she had the sight and was like, this bitch is going to kill a bunch of dudes. Maybe. I need to get rid of her right now. Maybe. Or she could have just been so fucking young. And a piece of shit. She just wanted to live right, her yeah, life. Okay. okay, yeah, all right, yeah. Without, you know, could have pulled a Casey in, you know. My. <laughs> what about like an Amber Heard? We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> but anyway, so <clears throat> her grandparents were both um, alcoholics. Fuck yeah, they were. Of course. And um, they legally adopted her and her brother on March the 18th of 1960. And by the age of 11, she even began engaging in sexual activities in school. No. In exchange for cigarettes, drugs, and food at 11. So she was the prostitute at 11. Because that's, this I mean, that's basically what this that is. This is when she started. This is when that started. All I was doing was, like, trading Garbage pail kids and shit. Yeah. yeah. I said um, what I said. Yeah. Yeah, and most normal 11-year-olds don't do that. I might have still been shitting my pants. I don't, don't know, do but that. I won't prostitute myself. Or right. Maybe, you know, I might have done some shady shit for some now laters, but whatever. Or some pogs. <laughs> um, it's also said that she um, engaged in sexual activities with her brother. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we have pedophilia. We have incest. Uh-huh. What else? And um, it's also said that her alcoholic grandfather had also sexually assaulted hmm. and beaten her when she was a child. And before beating her, he would force her to strip out of her clothes, <coughs> as one would do if yeah. you're raping and, and, you know. And at 1970, at the age of 14, she became, she became pregnant, having been raped by an accomplice... Of her grandfather. So there's that. Well, I don't know where my dad was at in 1970. He did. There you go. Just saying. Might be your sister. I might be my own sister? That might be be your sister. Okay. I was like, (laughs) how did you know? How did you know? I'm my own Um, sister. But she did end up giving birth to a baby boy. Okay. Um, at a home for unwed mothers. Named Jeff. Um, doesn't say. Okay, that's good. Name. He probably doesn't want we, to be associated. I wonder right. if those places I'm, like that still exist. Probably. Um, I've, I'm I've sure. I've heard that before, but I, I have no idea why they had homes. For because, because, and especially in that in the 70s, um, you know, whoa. it was really looked down upon, and some people would just send their their you know unwed. Why can't you just do like and coat hanger abortions and, and be stuff done like with that it? And send oh. them to these places to be able to give birth, and then nobody would know that they even had a baby. And most of those babies would probably get put up for adoption <laughs> or end up in an orphanage. Or end up in an orphanage. And it wasn't even just in the 70s, it goes all or the way back too. to the early. That goes all the way back to the 1800s oh, and absolutely. things like that because women having uh, relations out of wedlock was very much looked down upon because Fuck yeah, it was. They, when they married girls off extremely young, a big selling point to that was that they were virgins and they would mm-hmm. actually have people 
check to make sure she was a virgin. How do you check? To see if she, her <laughs> hymen was still intact. Look for that and, hymen. And so a woman having a child out of wedlock was yeah, seen said said. as a very, um, very bad thing. And it was seen as like a disrespect on the family name. Yeah. And so any anybody whose daughter became pregnant, especially as a teenager, would be sent off until she had the baby and then they would bring her home and they'd always have some explanation oh she was with family during this time mm. nobody wanted her to know she was being sent to one of these homes because again it would look bad on the family's yeah. reputation yeah. and yeah. so it was just a real big thing <clears throat> and all these children would end up in orphanages they would be right. sold off to people yeah. um, especially during the great depression people would sell their children because there there was no money, yeah. And so that's still possible. Yes, yeah, some people still do it. There are still children sold on the black market. Yeah. Um, don't throw our mascot. That's the pig. We have a pig. Is that Jody? <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that was just a a very big thing um, in colonial time. Basically, up until like the sixties or seventies, and even then, it was still. Yeah. Or, you know, they do the back alley abortions. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's my favorite abortion. Um, I'm sorry I asked. In the, in the, <laughs> sorry, it's just a in, big thing. In the case of Miss Warnos here, she gave the baby up for adoption. That's probably a good thing for the kid. Great thing for the kid, all right? Um, and a few months after her son was born, uh, she dropped out of school and... At about that same time, her grandmother that had been taking care of her died of liver failure. Oh, nice. That's what happens when you're an alcoholic. Okay. Is it, though? Um, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then it is. Yeah. So you're saying that's what happens? Yeah. If you drink too much, but you get cirrhosis of the liver. And is that die. what happens when uh-huh. you drink too much? Okay. Yeah, that is. So that's what happens? Yes. All right. <laughs> And um, when she was uh, 15, her grandfather threw her out of the house. Because probably she was a fucking prostitute Mm -hmm. that fucked her brother. Yeah. And at that point, she did begin supporting herself as a prostitute for a living. Okay. um, In the woods near her old home. Nice! So. Huh. Yeah. Well, dang. Denny, do you have anything to say on that? I thought you were getting ready to say something. Uh, Why pause so for a second. So, uh, so, so she's turning tricks uh-huh. in the That's woods. What she's doing. Yeah. Do you think she was getting ticks yeah. on her cookie? I'm sure, probably. <laughs> you, do you think she got, like, do you think, oh, hey now. Sorry. Um, Denny, would you go down on a chick if you went down there and you saw a tick on a cookie? Would you still dine out? If it was like a, a fresh tick, I'd be okay with it. How do you know if it's, well. It's like a but d- if, it, if it has been there long enough to look like a dog tick. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. No. no. Y'all, I'm about to put a warning on this thing. Jesus Christ. 
I'm gonna have to sage this podcast. <laughs> oh my god! But I do understand where you're coming from. How are yeah, Christ that thing's been there. It's been there long enough for like skin to start growing over <laughs> and a you, little bit. And you and put everything. the lighter to it, and it pops. Right, it's, it's like, done. Yeah, it falls done, off. Son. It can't walk because it's so big. Right. You That's need to shoot that bitch in the face and right. kill her because, like, problem. bitch, you have a a tick. On your cootie. And you ain't, yeah. So that means you ain't washed your cootie. You ain't wiping right. your you're ass. Not, you're not doing what you should be doing to take care of yourself. Okay? okay. Then I, by then I would think that, you know, uh, you would be able to smell it. So oh, you might true. still be, you know, might not want to. Right. Well, guys are gross. So anyway. Right. Oh, my God. So <clears throat> we're going to get back to Miss Warnos here. Um, For anybody listening, if you want to just... I apologize. Cut this off right now. It's cool. (laughs) But knowing the people that listen to us, they're used to it by now. But (laughs) they've they've listened to you on our podcast before. uh, This might be the worst thing. It might be the best. I'll put a warning. It might be the best. No, let's going that far. Thanks, Denny. I love that. I love I'll that put a warning. response. <laughs> you got your response. It got a little. It got a little further than I thought it was going to go, it. and uh, I like respect it. it. <laughs> this little, This is definitely a master POS theater and witches crossover. We're, oh yeah, we're absolutely. We're kind of taking over this so, fucked up podcast. I love it. Okay. It has. Ahead, so getting back to Miss Warnos. Uh-huh. On uh, May the twenty seventh, nineteen seventy four, when she was eighteen years old, this is when her criminal record. Began. Would you say 74? Yes, 74. All right. May the 27th, 1974. You think she, she had a tick 18. on her puss for like, I don't know, four years? Maybe. His name's Maybe. Dave. It probably would have fallen off by then, we hope. It's a lot of blood. She was suffered massive blood loss right. from her puss. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at that well, time, man, at she was arrested. She getting fed pretty well. <laughs> oh, God. No. Dang, man. She went there. I even okay. took it to that next level you shit. You began it. I did. He took it to the next it's level. It's all my fault, she, guys. This bitch right here, I'm she sorry. just took it to the stratosphere. And it's right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Attached I've been around y'all to too pad long. or <laughs> tampon oh, hanger on her. No. Wow. Well, that got graphic real it. quick, kids. I loved it. Can you tell which one I'm married to? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, sorry. Uh, Back anyway, to she was arrested in Jefferson County, Colorado, okay. for driving under the influence and uh, disorderly As conduct. People do from right. time to time. Some people learn from the mistakes; others don't. Exactly. Move on. Right, we're moving on. Apparently, somebody we're else did on. the same thing last night on Fifty Eight. Well, it wasn't me. I know you were at home. Yeah. <laughs> um. Disorderly conduct and firing no a twenty-two caliber pistol. Can you repeat that? <laughs> she got um, arrested for driving under the influence, disorderly conduct, and firing a twenty-two caliber pistol oh. um, from a moving vehicle. She just what? Drive by. So she was driving. Shot her gun. She's straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. She drove I mean, by. It's weird that she was in Colorado. And she's straight Compton, out of Colorado. Look it up. It's a real place that I didn't look up. So more than likely, it's for real. It's not a real place. It's probably not. I don't know, but I'm about to fact check that. <laughs> do not do that. Anyway, <laughs> My she was. Facts um, are off. Every state has a Compton. 
Yeah. It's a, it it doesn't probably. Mm. There's not a Compton, Virginia, is it? I'm pretty sure. Straight out of Compton, mm. Virginia, it baby. It's so common that it would be. Does it, though? <laughs> so. But she was later charged as well with that for failure to appear because she decided she, she was getting some dick in the woods. She just wasn't going to show up for her court date. Well, as one does. <clears throat> yeah, right. And how old is she at this time? 18. Okay. 18. Amy, mm-hmm. is there a Compton, I, Colorado? Because Google's like, are you really asking you this asking fucking about? stupid question? <laughs> I'm straight out of answers. Like, it's telling me. <laughs> it's telling me, like, how far is Colorado City to Compton, California? I'm like, so maybe there is, maybe there okay, isn't. I don't Googling know. This I don't know. Dumbass. I just keep shit. getting Colorado Springs, so probably not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not. Uh, I mean, y'all called me out on my bullshit. It's not. It's not. We're calling you out. Wow. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to know if it was real. <laughs> yeah, I like to think it is. Right. It is now. Yep. <laughs> Population <laughs> one. <laughs> me. Right. So two years later, so mm-hmm. she's twenty in nineteen seventy six. Well, eighteen plus two. Exactly, okay. it's what we do. She hitchhiked to Florida at this time, right? Right, yeah. Um, where she met a sixty nine year old yacht club president what? by the name of Louis Gratzville. Oh, because that name does not sound rich at all. Right. His doo doo does <laughs> not stink at all, Buffy. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> Rich people. Right. Now wipe my ass for me, Jeeves. <laughs> With the gold paper this time. With toy. the gold toilet paper right. on my bottom. Right. Use the Benjamin. Wash your face, did you? <laughs> Lovely. And, you know, as one does when they meet a 69-year-old yacht club president. You blow him. Um, after you've hitchhiked to Florida when you're 20. Yeah. You get married. Fuck yeah. You just get married. Fuck yeah, you And do. you just don't wait around for it either. I mean, it happens quickly. You well, just she was putting that snap on it. Right. Right. And um, the announcements of their nuptials was even printed in a local newspaper society pages. Because Man, this if is you like had a copy of that, it would be worth dollars. Right. Lots yeah. of it. Lots of it. Dang. Lots of it, I'm sure. <clears throat> so... She did continually involve herself in um, confrontations at their local bar and went to jail briefly for assault. She also hit um, hit him with his own cane, leading him to gain a restraining order against her within weeks of them being married. Well, that's bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. yeah. She returned to Michigan. Where Michigan? On Michigan. I've been to Michigan. Hmm. That one didn't. Oh, oh and she slid um, it. On damn. July the 14th, 1976. God damn. <laughs> so we're moving down a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she was arrested in Antrim County and charged with assault and distributing and disturbing the peace for throwing a cue ball at a bartender's head. Who hasn't? <laughs> I mean, this um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw my hand up. I've never done that. Uh, me neither. Yeah, it's two of us in. Uh, wow, me. you haven't done it. No, I have not. Uh, Denny has it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, mean, I get your reference, but maybe. 
odd thing to be do. Exactly. A lot of people do it though. Yeah, I mean, it's just it is what it is. Um, so you know, we don't know what happens in bar. She's fights. got a she's got a bad temper. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're like learning a, this real quickly that she's. She she's seems like she could be a bit of a cunt. Right. She she right. sounds like she needs anger management. Right. A little bit. A little bit. If she just would have made a <sighs> her grandpa a sandwich. Right, that's all it would have taken. Just she should have just wrote him till he had a heart attack and collected the insurance money. Her, his gra- her grandma, he- her grandpa, <laughs> or her grandma, whatever. Well, whoever were. the daggone yacht, yacht man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was Jim. Oh yeah. Um, and on July the seventeenth, her brother Keith died of um, esophageal. Is that how you pronounce esophageal? It? Esophageal. Cancer. I know. I'm horrible. Still haven't got those pronunciation guides yet, have you? No. No, apparently I have not. Um, Hmm. But when he died, she received $10,000 from his life insurance. That's what I'm talking about. Because, you know, even though she had a bit of a temper, I guess he... She used to fuck him, so... What year was this? On... 1976. So, well, in today's money, oh, here we go, 355 billion (laughs) is how much that would be. Easily, and yet you still easily. We still don't do math on this podcast. Just don't look. Just go with it. Right, we're just gonna go with it. But that—that's that's a lot of fucking. She'd be a fucking billion, a bazillion. uh, She trillionaire. Yeah, 77 trillion. Absolutely. Bezos ain't got shit on her. But no. Yeah. Um, and also, during that same time frame, her and uh, Mr. Phil annulled their marriage on as, July the 21st. As people do when you get hit with a cane and That's such. Right. When your wife takes your cane and starts beating yeah, you with your you cane. Yeah, you should probably get out of that. Yeah, probably should get out of that. Um... <laughs> So that was only after nine weeks of being married. Right, so they weren't married. What? Very You're long. telling me they didn't last? They didn't last. Go, go figure, right? Damn. We were rooting for you. We were rooting for you guys. I mean, I just, you know, we were rooting for you. Were we? You were going <laughs> to Anna Nicole that shit before as Anna Nicole. Oh. Okay. True story. Um, but in August of 1976, she was given a $105 fine for drunk driving. Ah. That's all that bitch got. All that bitch got. Fuck her. $5 fine. <laughs> Shit cost me like fucking $10,000. <laughs> In today's world, $105. It's, and she it's didn't even like, have to get a breathalyzer. Yeah. Fuck. I, I'm glad that bitch is dead. Yeah. And I hope she burns in hell. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, um, she did use the money that she inherited from her brother to pay that fine, and she spent the rest within two months buying luxuries, including a new vehicle. And baseball cards. Maybe, maybe. She, I think she was a big fan of the Oakland Athletics in maybe. the 70s. Maybe, maybe. Um, yeah. Now... As far as the new car goes, she did wreck that shortly after she She's probably she drunk. Probably. Fucking didn't learn a lesson. She didn't learn a lesson. Maybe if she had mean, a breathalyzer in her vehicle. Maybe if she would just this is why been a bitch. That may be the reason why it's gone up so much and why you had to do so Eileen much more Warnos. because of Eileen Because Warnos. she was a CU next she Tuesday. she was a, I got you. Cunt biscuit. Yeah. And you can't uncunt yourself. You can't. Can't. There's no redeeming yourself True story. after this. 
It's never Yeah, this is yourself. a rough one. This is a rough yeah. One. So on um, and not because of who it is. No, nope, it's just <laughs> us. Right. Us. So on what May the twentieth of nineteen eighty one. Eighty one. Eighty one. So we moved on to eighty one. Damn, you're flying by on this one. Yeah. Like you need to get this over with. No, uh, no. <laughs> uh, it's just a lot more coming to it okay. in the, in the later parts of That's it. That's right. She got. The climax has we not ha- happened We haven't yet. got to the murdering part yet. We're, we're still in the Oh, she's the still backstory. hooking and getting yeah. fucking DUIs and shit yeah. and being a bitch. We're just going Only having her. to spend like 105 fucking bucks for her DUI. And I'm still paying on it fucking four years later. And I still have to wait another year. But what? I'm not at least you learned your lesson. What? At least you learned your lesson. And I wasn't hooking. <laughs> he's he's not resentful As far as we know. Wayne would be a high dollar prostitute. No, I would not be. (laughs) Very low end. (laughs) Low quality. Uh, Three penny ho? Well, you know, uh, tree fitting. (laughs) Tree fitting. Tree fitting. Damn, Loch Ness Monster. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. You can do extreme coupons. <laughs> oh yeah, I accept coupons and competitors. Uh, competitors coupons. He won't match prices. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm a price match guarantee. <laughs> oh, you got, you got that, that cheap? <laughs> I'll do it. Five bucks cheaper. <laughs> and then he finds five dollars. And, and then <laughs> I found five dollars in that bitch's ass. So there we go. What is happened? Start fucking nickels at her butt. So, back to 1981. 81. We're traveling back to 81 on May the 20th. Yep. She was arrested in Edgewater, Florida for the armed robbery of a convenience store. An you armored know, robbery? An armed robbery. I think you're having trouble reading. Armed you robbery. You did it now. Take a guess of what she got from this robbery. Five dollars. $105. It rained pickles. $200,000. She got... <laughs> she made it rain <laughs> pennies. She got a fucking jar of pickles, some orange Tic Tacs, and, and some pickle pig feet. Fucking bitch. And she got a DUI and didn't get caught. That's what the fuck this bitch did. I fucking hate her. Who sticks up a convenience store... For a jar of angry cucumbers. You don't know what people are going through when they're robbing banks. And uh, no, I miss. I said that. No, a jar of angry cucumbers. It just it, it tickled Ash. So I just went. They're no longer off. they're no longer pickles. They're angry cucumbers. Whatever. They're delightful. But still, nasty. Like yeah. Uh, she got a whole thirty-five dollars and two packs of cigarettes. I hate this. Well, in today's bitch. money, that is two packs of cigarettes. In today's <laughs> money, this was eighty-one. Mm-hmm. It was seventeen point four million dollars and a truckload of worth of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. No, because the thirty-five point million dollars is the truckload of cigarettes. <laughs> you don't know what she did. Oh my god! I cannot <laughs> with y'all today. Was um, it in New York? Because you can go to jail for five cartons and one in your hand. Yeah. Because that's trafficking drugs. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. A controlled okay. substance. Now, because yep. of that whole $35 and two packs of cigarettes, mm-hmm. she was sentenced to prison. Good. Oh, May the 4th, 1982. May the 4th be with May her. May the 4th be Excuse with me. her. And she was released on June the 30th, 1983. 
Mm. She's so doing time. She did some time there. And when she got out, it wasn't long before she went right back to her her criminal Her philandering. Um, on May the 1st, 1984, she was arrested for attempting to pass forged checks at a bank in Key West. That's not, she won't, she didn't get arrested for, uh, buying, stealing hummingbird food and fat back, did she? Mm-mm. Okay, I was just wondering. No, no. I'd heard that. Oh, yeah? You heard that? <laughs> she is bouncing rubber checks here left and right. Boing! <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd heard about her. She was really big into the hummingbird scene, <laughs> and uh, she she had a she had a flock of hummingbirds. She, she had a flock of seagulls. No hummingbirds. She was the hummingbird whisperer. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Don't fact check that. No. I found a dead hummingbird in the yard the other day. Uh, oh God, Eileen, <clears throat> is she still alive or is she dead no, now? She did. Okay, well she, she came did. back from the dead. She did. Um. Um, on November the 30th, 1985, mm-hmm. she was named as a suspect in a theft of a revolver and ammunition in Pasco County. Florida? So, still Florida? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Florida right. woman. Yeah. Right. She's, she's growing a rap sheet. She's got, she's got a pretty good one. She got a rap. And um, it does not stop there. Oh, nay, nay. On January the 4th, 1986, she was arrested in Miami and charged with a car theft Resistant arrest and obstruction of justice for providing identification bearing her aunt's name instead of her own. Okay, so she's doing ID theft while she's at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay. they found a 38 caliber revolver and a box of ammunition in the stolen car. Anything else? Oh, yes. A couple more, and then we're going to get I've, to the murder. Actually, Tom Brady no, I'm saying, did they find anything else no, in the car? I heard oh. they found a box of fudge rounds. And she was really, she had sta- stock in oh, yeah? the uh, Little Debbie company. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought it was Nutty Think Buddies. about that the next time you eat a fudge around, Just ladies don't and fact, Definitely don't fact check <laughs> Yeah, don't that. fact check that. Okay. It was check. Cosmic Brownies. She liked those. They weren't. I don't think. No, they, they might have been. It yeah. was the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Um, Everything was Cosmic back then, even the skating rink floor. Yep. Now, on June the 2nd, 1986, um... Volusia County Deputy Sheriff's detained Warnos for questioning after a male companion accused her of pulling a gun in his car and demanding $200. She was found to be carrying some some spare ammunition, and the Mm -hmm. police discovered a twenty-two pistol under the passenger seat she had occupied. My thought process is if they would have stopped this bitch here, (coughs) they would have got her. Nobody else would have died. Nobody would have had to have died. Do you think she had like a half of a jar of pennies? Maybe. In the car? Maybe. That happened and around that time. That's what I was looking for, that face. Like, what? um, uh, Warnos met uh, Tyra Moore, her woman. That's Christina Ricci's character uh in uh, Monster, right? Yes. Um, She was a hotel maid at uh, Daytona Beach, at a Daytona Beach lesbian bar. Because, of course. Right, as one does. And they moved in together, and uh, Warno supported them with their earnings as a prostitute. I wonder, though, when you're... And a lot of bartenders got hit with cue balls. Yeah. (laughs) I'm wondering if... uh, you're at the lesbian bar, uh-huh. and uh, 
something stirs everybody up and they get all horny at the same time? Can you smell it? What's it smell like in there? Ticks. <laughs> <laughs> smells like deer ticks. <laughs> a lot you. of yeast, maybe. A lot of, a lot of bread rising. It smells like pennies. Um. <laughs> I don't know. That was very offensive. I'm bus- I'm. <laughs> Amy says I'm triggered. <laughs> I just don't want anybody to come for us and cancel us because it's like, well, fuck it at this point. Um, you I if you've ever listened to any other podcast, this is not worse than Master POS there. Well, not that one, but it's one of Dan's yeah. other ones. It's yeah, pretty yep, rough. Yep, yep. Um, so, um, on July the 4th, 1987, Daytona Beach police detained Warnos and Moore at a bar for questioning regarding an incident in which they were accused of assault and battery with a beer bottle. So So they like to use weapons. She's a bad bitch. She's beating people up left and right here. You know, she's like, somebody's getting hit upside the head with a beer bottle. Come at me, bro. I'm going to shoot you. I'm going to hit you with a cue ball. I'm going to hit you with a beer bottle. I'm going to hit you with whatever I can get my hands on. Probably the pool stick. Maybe BBC. (laughs) Um, On March the 12th, 1988, Warnos accused a Daytona Beach bus driver of assault. She claimed that he she pushed... accused somebody. Else? Oh, uh-huh. okay. Yes, she claimed that he pushed her off the bus following a confrontation, and Moore was listed as a witness to the incident. Mm. And up until her execution, Warnos claimed to still be in love with Moore. Oh, oh ain't that sweet? Yeah. But it's wrong. Young love. Right, young love, young love, young love. So, and of course. Moore took her side on that and was like, yeah, this is this is what happened. Right. If it was true or not, my thought process is Probably she's not. got a rap sheet saying that she likes to hit people. She likes Seven confrontation. So she probably wanted to start something with that bus driver. Yeah. And then when the bus driver was like, oh, nay, nay, I'm not being a part of this. I'm, I'm kicking you off the bus before you Fits hit me us. with something. Okay. Right. So that's what I'm thinking happened. But again, wasn't there, don't know. Anyway, you weren't even born yet. I was not even born. Was not born yet. Um, now, now we're going to get into the murder. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite shit. Yeah. So, with that introduction. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hell of an introduction. Into the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still still if here, still with all us? three of you. <laughs> that was a tough intro. Sam, we love you. <laughs> because we, we know Sam's made it this far. But we made it. <laughs> yeah. We made it, guys. <laughs> Cheers to us. Swallow, popcorn, oh, no. Corn. Okay. What's your question, Benny? Okay, serious. Yeah, I'm okay. Too hard. okay. <clears throat> Why do I feel we should do more podcasts well, like this? They're saying that uh, create an the, the movie kind of made her look like it was justified, a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff. So you're saying it's not. You're saying it's just her. I her think part of the, maybe the first murder that maybe, we're getting ready may, to talk maybe about. Maybe it happened. Maybe that one was self-defense. 
But then I feel like she got an ego and was like, oh, I can get away with this. Right. And I can get more money if I kill them and take their wallets or take their vehicles or, you know, Sorry, whatever. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to talk about what all she did. But um, I feel like maybe, like I said, maybe, maybe the first one, maybe a couple of them were. I mean, but I don't think all of them were in self-defense. Okay. Definitely not. Um, I mean, that's up for interpretation. Yeah, she doesn't honestly. sound innocent so far. She's not innocent. With, no. She doesn't not help her cause. Right. She's not this, helping her cause. this calls. really long rap sheet exactly. and fucking getting a $100, $105 fucking fine for a DUI and right. shit. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, she ended up murdering seven men within a period of 12 months. Okay. She was on it. She was on it. Okay. Um, and all of this while her and her woman were living in hotel to hotel. Right, right, yeah. This is how she was paying for the hotel rooms. This is how she was taking care of them, feeding them, That's right, yeah. feeding their habits. You know, she was she was doing her thing. Um, now, the first person that she murdered, his name was uh, Richard Charles Mall- uh, Mallory. He was okay. 51 years old. And on November the 30th, 1989, he was an um, electronics store owner in Clearwater. And um, he was a convicted rapist whom she claimed to have killed in self-defense. Now, she claimed she was sodomized and brutally beaten after being driven to an abandoned area for sexual request. And then two days later, um, of... Valicia County Deputy Sheriff found his body in an abandoned vehicle. And on December the 13th, his body was found several miles away from the wooded area. And he had been shot several times. And two of the bullets went into his left lung, and they were found to have been the cause of death. Um, Being that he was a convicted rapist, that's why I feel like maybe that one could be true. As far as what she was saying, that he was sodomized her, beat her, raped her, you know, all of that. I can almost believe that one. Yeah, I mean, he was a... He has uh, a rap sheet like her, so, I mean, it's like... He was a <laughs> that's piece something of you can like a piece of shit beating up on a piece of shit so, and fucking you know, her up. I mean, that's... Right. Plausible. Right. And once you, you know, it happened to her the first time, it gets in that mind frame... Well, if I ever get caught, no, I'm not saying this happened, but it was always self-defense because right. they raped me. Right. And plus, if you I'm look at her past, happen, but, right. you know, exactly. and plus, if you look at her past, maybe she has a sense of agency now for all the shit that happened to her when she was younger, all the sexual assault, all the molestation, all the rape, everything when she was turning tricks and everything, Absolutely. you know, maybe right. she found a sense of, you know, I can I can overpower this. I can have my own kind of. I can fight back. Right, right, right. 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 Yeah. And mean, in the movie Monster, they did it. portray that incredibly well with what she was saying happened to her uh-huh. there. Um, and and like I said, I think if any of these are the one that I believe was in self defense more than the other ones, this it's person. this one. So uh, you think maybe this one triggered. Uh, lust for it? That's what I think. Okay. Um, and then 
stroked her ego. I can get away with it. I got away with murdering this guy. You know, they're never going to find me. You know, who's going to suspect me? Who's going to suspect me? I nobody. Lou, I mean, Lou, who's Lou. really going to go? Honestly, who's going to yeah. go around saying I'm going to go meet up with this hooker later on today and and pay her this money and and well, I mean, we you know, talk about fuck her brains out. And you know, honestly, if you think about, about it, yeah. it's the not majority going to broadcast to everybody. So I mean, that's not going to be somebody they're going to look for. I mean, I put it on Facebook all the time. You know what well, I mean? In her in her sense of thinking, I think she's like, well, the majority of the men that she's hooked up with and had transactions with in Probably. the past you know have been really shitty people right so her maybe in her her and her thinking maybe well i'm doing the world a favor getting rid of these crappy ass men exactly exactly and you I know mean, they're these cheating people, on their wives to fuck me they're right. cheating so. on their wives or they're beating me or they're hurting me right in this sense so what are they doing to other people in their lives exactly maybe she in her fucked up mindset was like i'm doing a good thing right. i'm, I'm doing getting rid of the favor right. i'm getting rid of these shitty ass people mm-hmm. who if they weren't hurting me they'd be out hurting somebody that doesn't yeah. deserve this yeah. shit yeah. absolutely so uh, you can see kind of she was smart enough not to take the vehicle this time though. Oh, okay. So there was no okay, you're driving around a dead man's vehicle. What the hell are you doing? You know? Cuz she does do stupid things. We got to live and learn. But but she did not take the vehicle, but I'm pretty sure she probably took his <laughs> money out of his wallet and stuff like that. So Took yeah. the cash and ran. I'm sure. Yeah. Go on, take the money and run. Pretty much. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty nope. much. No, ma'am. Um, do so that, that was her first victim. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> her second victim was named David Andrew Spears. He was a 47-year-old construction worker in uh, Winter Garden. Um, he was declared missing on May the 19th, 1990, and on June the 1st, 1990, his naked body was found along Route uh, 19 in Florida in uh, Citrus County. He had been shot six times by a 22 pistol. Hey. So my thought process is either I don't think this one was in self-defense uh-huh. because why would you need to shoot somebody six times to try to get away from them if they were doing this stuff to you? This is my mindset. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Never been in a situation where I needed it to defend myself in that stuff. Yes, uh, or to revolver, correct? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, had there been more ammunition available, right? Would she have shot him six, more? Right. Would have been more. Right. That's when I, six exactly. is all she had in the. Uh, exactly. That's when it's called premeditated. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You went in there thinking, "Oh, I'm going to get him," right? So that was my thought process on that. Is I don't think that one was self defense because. If it's self-defense, you're going to shoot him one time. You're not going to really know. You may shoot him once or twice and to kind of slow him down. To run, right? But I don't know. Her next victim's name was Charles Edmund Karshkadon. Holy hell. That's a tough one. Uh-huh. C-A-R-S-K-A-D-D-O-N. We're going we're gonna to do it. Karshkadon. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to go with. That's, Sorry yeah. if yep, I mispronounced I like his name. Chris Gavin? Um, he, he was 40 <clears throat> on May the 31st, 1990. He was a part-time rodeo worker. And Fucking his body was found in Pasco County. No, not County necessarily. That's true. Rodeo. On different. June the 6th, 1990. Uh-huh. He had been shot nine times uh-huh. with a 20 caliber weapon. 
pause uh, real quick. Uh-huh. I need you to move your microphone in front of your face a little bit because you are lower than everybody else. Okay. Okay. All right. So he was shot nine times. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, he was not like 50 Cent. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. da 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 mm she had wrapped she had wrapped up his uh body in an electric blanket Uh uh-huh and was uh so when he was found his body was uh decomposing pretty badly then what because of that and um this time she was not so smart then what as to not take his vehicle then what happened she took his vehicles and she she uh she was found in possession of it well, then what happened? And then she also pawned a gun that she stole from him. Then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My bad. Okay, I couldn't hold it in anymore. So that didn't help her. Then what happened? <laughs> That's kind of what, you know. What happened next? Catch her. Why? Why? But well, why? you know, it all started... <laughs> See what happened was, yeah. Her next victim was Peter Abraham Seams. Lincoln. He was sixty-five, and he was a retired merchant seaman. (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, so he actually (laughs) was seaman once, and chose to enlist (laughs) to become seaman again. Yeah. That's what he did. That's a semen joke. It's not a good one. <laughs> there you go. Bet you didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I, I retire semen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. <coughs> oh. That's a sex joke. I think Ashley got it. <laughs> 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 Real quick, while we're doing this, uh, if anybody wants us to do a spinoff of this podcast with me, Denny, Ashley, and Amy, it's something entirely different, but with all different kind of stuff. Please tell us. Let them know in I the comments. Or message them, and you know, <clears throat> while the or, POS is. Or if you just want them to join us on, which is be like. <laughs> Well, and um, be regular on the podcast. Shit, I ain't been regular in like two <laughs> years, man. <laughs> Where we older, have man. the two skeptics and the two believers. Yeah. Love it. Love it, love it. Love anyway, it. back to so, our story. And then what happened? Back to the retired <laughs> semen. Okay. <laughs> and we all know. I got a black light. <laughs> hey, I, actually, I did for real. Oh, God. Uh, Oh if my you God. took a black light in this house, oh they could God. see that motherfucker from space. <laughs> That's right? how much he retires semen in this place. Me too, okay. every now and then, when they're not oh home. My <laughs> I come over here and just jerk off on everything. Oh, what the f- Wayne. You're welcome. I want my key <laughs> I jerked off on that. <laughs> Danny, right, we gotta hide so, this um, I jerked off on that. <clears throat> In the dog? June yep. of 1990. On it and in it. Mr. Seams left Jupiter, that. Florida she for Arkansas. It. And on June the 4th, 1990, his car was found in Orange Springs, Florida. And Moore and Warnos were seen um, 
abandoning the car mm. after um, a car accident. I'm sure if you remember the movie, they show that. I haven't that. seen it in a long time. Um, she got. Did she get she, naked in that? They both got naked in it. Then I remember that. Part. <clears throat> um, but retired a few. Retired a little bit of semen. Retired them. Yeah. During that part of that movie. Yeah. So oh. there was a um, a little fender bender in front of this house. The people come out and they're like, "Are y'all okay? Are y'all okay?" And they're like, "No, you don't see us. We're good. We're good. We're good." The way that the movie portrayed it, right? It's telling. It's telling. Um, then what? But they abandoned the car, and um, his body was never found. Alligators. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Never Alligators. Stick it in the, <clears throat> in, in the in the Everglades. This is gonna be another one for y'all to give a joke on. Okay, um, the well. next one is uh, Troy Eugene uh, Barres. He was fifty, and he was a sausage salesman. <laughs> Damn right he was. He had a sausage yeah, it's too, pizza. Yeah, it's too easy. <laughs> he was he a pizza best man? sausage around. <sighs> he was definitely slinging the sausage then. He was slinging the sausage. To semen. And um. And their wives. Yeah. My mascara is running all of my eyes. Well, you better well catch nobody it. can see you, so you're good. Well, you better catch it. <laughs> oh, <God. sighs> it's not good. They're not all gems. <laughs> <laughs> get through a few turds before you find a good one. Yeah. yeah. This is why you don't wear makeup doing our podcast when these two are here. <laughs> right. I well, never, I don't wear. I never saw such a tragedy. <laughs> oh, God. That was so bad, but it's hilarious. Get out. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> then what? Um, on July the 31st of 1990, he was reported missing. Okay. And on August the 4th, 1990, his body was found in a wooded area along State Route 19. Does that road have like a name? County. It just says State Road 19. It's not like Sausage Fest? It's not Sausage Fest. I do okay. apologize. Remember that? Remember when roads were numbers routes and all the time? Yeah, yeah. When it was routes. We didn't have a lot of routes. I'm that old. I'm at least that old. What are you doing with the transforming group? She said she couldn't breathe. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The listeners mm-hmm. aren't going to know what the hell. <laughs> she, she opened the door for anybody listening. And uh, then what? Then what, Ashley? So, his body was found in a wooded area along State Route or State Road 19 in mm-hmm. Marion County. He had been shot only twice. Well, that's good. She's getting better. So, her aim's getting better. Maybe. Well, She's point blank efficient. range, you know. 22 is going to... That's where you want to go. You know, you, you at least want to double tap. Right. Pop, pop! Right. Pop, pop! Pop, pop! Execution style. All right. Um, her next victim... Happened? Okay. ...was Charles Richard Humphreys. He humped oh, they called him It Dick. wasn't free. They called him Dick. The... <laughs> Dick Humphreys. Dick Humphreys. Charles Richard Humphreys. Charles Chuck Dick Humphreys. Um, he was Chuck Dick. Dickard. He He's was Chuck and uh, Dick. His old Chuck and Dick. What up, Chuck Dick? He was Dick uh, Chuck. 56. And on September the 11th, 1990, he Never was forget. a retired U.S. Air Force major. Oh, okay. He wasn't seaman. No, he was not. He was a. What up, Master Hump? What up, Humpty Hump? Humpty Hump. Dick Hump. <laughs> what up, Hump Dick? 
he got a hump dick. He got a big old hump in his dick. Chunking that hump dick. Ch- chunking that hump dick, depositing my semen. Bitches. Deal with y'all, I swear. Sorry. Um, he was a former uh, state child abuse investigator. Oh, I thought you was gonna say he was a state a child abuser. Former, and I'm like, that's a real thing. And he was a former chief of police. But <clears throat> was he informer? He was not. Okay. He was not. You know, um, say that to me. Snow me, I'm the blame. Right. I lick a boom boom down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Detective Manis, me, snow me, stab. Someone down the lane. Yeah. I look at boom boom down. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry about that. There you go. He speaks um, in tongues. He does. Sometimes we'd have to watch out for him at times. Just, it just Hence why I have the Palo Santo burning. Randomly outburst. <laughs> Random outburst. Um on September the 12th, the next day, his body was found in Marion County. Never forget again. Never forget. On the 12th. <clears throat> That's right. Never stop stopping. And um, he was fully clothed, but he had been shot six times in oh, the head she's back up to, and, and torso. I was going to say, she shot him six times in the head? And torso. I think it's going to make a mess. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know because I'm allergic to bullet wounds. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are. I don't know. All right. Biggie. <laughs> Tupac. I'm assuming Kurt Cobain wasn't. He, he was allergic to one. one. Yeah, it was just one. one okay, wound. but look, we're going to talk about Kurt Cobain and the conspiracy around his death at I, some point. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Because I got a lot of things to say about that one. Continue. So it's a yes. five-minute podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. All right, love and it. what happened? All right, what so they found next? his car mm-hmm. in Sewanee County, Florida. Okay. That might be a proper pronunciation. What is Swanee. it? Sewanee. Sewanee. Swan. Sewanee. Mm-hmm. Now, Swanee. the last victim, mm-hmm. his name was Walter Gino Antonio. He was his last six- name was Antonio? Uh-huh. That's the first name. <clears throat> yeah. Or, or perhaps middle. Yeah. He was 62, and he was a security guard and a a police reservist. And on November the 19th, 1990, his um, half-naked body was found near a remote lodging area in Dixie County. Do you think he finished before she shot him? Uh, Maybe. Maybe. She was just walking around with a bunch of semen. Yeah. Yeah. She was the semen collector. She was. Uh, we didn't finish after. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Did she finish after? Yeah. So was she? Finish him. A cum dumpster? <sighs> yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. Who is it? Now, um, Mr. Antonio, he was. Um, <laughs> he was shot four times. The receptacle or the giver. And five days later, Power his bottom. car was found in Brevard County. Okay. Okay. So you remember I told you she had her little vehicle accident, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. July the 4th. Yeah. 1990, when mm-hmm. they abandoned Seams' car. Seamans' car? Seams. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. After they were involved in that accident, witnesses who had seen them driving the car provided police with their names, descriptions, resulting in a media campaign to try to find them. They're trying to find where these women are that did that. So you know? at this time, they pretty much know who who's doing it. They're just trying to find them. Right. 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 That's what it at seems this like. Point. Right. 
Um, They did also find some of the victims' belongings in pawn shops and even retrieved fingerprint matches to uh, those victims that were found in the victims' cars. And because her of her criminal record in Florida, they had her fingerprints on files. So I wonder why. Because she was stealing pickles. <laughs> Damn pickles. Pickle feet. Damn pickles. They actually pulled a fingerprint off of the pickle. <laughs> Damn. And she was that's stealing good, Ashley's that's, that's favorite thing, thing, pickled feet. CSI work. Yeah, right. we got a fingerprint on fantastic. a half-eaten pickle. That's fantastic. That's we fantastic. Got great you, place son work of bitch. Right yeah. Got him, Sarge. Yeah. Book him. Book him, right. Dano. That's right. All right, and what happened next? So on January the 9th, 1991, mm-hmm. uh, Warnos was arrested on an outstanding warrant <coughs> at the last resort which um, bar, which is a biker bar in um, Volusia County. Okay. They located Miss Moore the next day in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And she agreed to um, elicit a conversation from Warnos in That's exchange for right. immunity from prosecution. She sold her out. She, she was snitch. She was. She needs to get stitches. <clears throat> yes. Moore returned with the police to Florida where she was put in a motel. And under police guidance, she made numerous telephone calls to Eileen. She called her Lee. Eileen liked to go by Lee, mm-hmm. um, pleading for help and clear, clearing her name. And then three days later, on January the 16th, 1991, Warnos confessed to the murders. She claimed that the men had tried to rape her, and she killed them all in self-defense. And then in um, a year later, on January the 14th, 1992, she went to trial for the murder of Mallory, the first victim. Yeah. And although previous convictions were normally inadmissible in criminal trials, under Florida's Williams rule, the prosecution was allowed to introduce evidence related to other crimes to show a pattern of illegal activity. So bringing that rap sheet in. Look, she's right, got a right, record right. of doing this stuff. Um, Sounds like to me she murdered a bunch of people to get their belongings and money. That's a good possibility. Yes. So. It's my best guess. I probably. that's what happened. Probably. It's a good possibility. Now, on January the 27th, 1942, she was convicted. 1942? 1992. 92. Did she say 42? Like, damn, we time traveling now. What is this? Fucking endgame? Excuse me. Sorry. 92. 92. Very promiscuous (laughs) grandma. Yeah. That's right. Foxy grandma. You missed the first one. (laughs) That's right. Uh, so she was convicted of his murder, uh, with help from Moore's testimony. So she testified against her. And after her sentencing, psychiatrists for the defense team testified that Warnos was mentally unstable and had been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and antisocial personality disorder. And then four days later, she was sentenced to death. All right. So for those who be like, oh, she could be fit for trial or anything if you get bored go down the rabbit hole on youtube with miss eileen because her fucking interviews rival mr man manson's absolutely as wow how 
out there they are. Speaking of Charlie, has anybody yeah. seen the TikTok going around the dude that says he's Charlie Manson? No. Yep, and looks just, just well, like not, him. Well, obviously he he's not. Obviously, because he's, he's he dead. Did. But or yeah. is he? I didn't see him die. Did you? No. It's just it's wild. And for all we know, it could be his father. It could be my dad. Mm. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe his son. <laughs> also, I've yet Maybe to see son? my dad and Batman at the same time. So there you go. He could be. He's not. He <laughs> more penguin. <laughs> more penguin. Yeah. Joker. Uh. Good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> So on uh, March the 31st, 1992, she pled no contest to the murders of Humphreys, Burris, and Spears, saying she wanted to get right with God. Mm-hmm. And of course you do. And in a statement to the court, she said in part, I wanted to confess to you that Richard Mallory did violently rape me, as I told you. But these others did not. They only began to start to. So on May the 15th, 1992, she was given three more death sentences. After that, well, you can only get one. Right. Yeah, really. Right, but they just keep adding them up. That's that's like hashtag facts. But do right. you mention the they, the confession that she gave, where she was like, <laughs> she doing? took the dude up to her. Yep, she's dead. Clear her apartment. Get this you need again. to tell that. I think it's down here. Because that's the, I mean that is just absolutely telling about her. Yeah. What happened? What happened? One of her confessions. Yeah, she's... We're almost there. So in June of 1992, she pled guilty to the murder of Karskaden. And in November of 1992, she received her fifth death sentence. Damn, what are they going to do? Are they practicing necromancy in Florida? Are they going to kill her and get her to the edge of death and then bring her back, resuscitate her, and then try to kill her again? Is this what they talk about on the... That site is edging. Yeah. Edging. Yeah. Is that what edging is? When you almost kill somebody and bring them back? What was that movie back in the scanner? No, no it wasn't scanner. One with Julia Roberts and I want to say. What is it called? Closer. Oh. I don't know, but it's where they practice like it's a way of them like getting high. They bring them to the edge of death and then bring them back real quick. Flatliners. Yes. I was just about to say, family, you watched an episode of of, uh, American Dad Uh not too long ago where Stan, Roger was like bringing him to the edge of death so he could like remember all the great things he's ever eaten because he was like trying to put off losing weight and shit. Uh, And he never came so hard in his life. You know? There's that. (laughs) Okay. There's that. We digress, but yeah. it was still relevant. So, um, Sorry. It's okay. So well, we now, got questions, all right? I'm okay with the questions. Shit. Now, the defense team made efforts during the trial to introduce evidence that Mallory had been tried for intent to commit rape in Maryland and that he had been committed to a maximum security correctional facility that provided remediation for sex offenders. How can you defend this when she says she did it right but she was saying she did that one in self-defense was that the first one yes it was the first one and he wasn't right so she was trying to prove at least take 
I don't know why. I mean, at this point, you this, got five this fucking death sentences. This podcast is going off so. the rails a lot. She's so. at least trying to get one death sentence off of her. Okay, but you still got four more, and right. you only so get like, one. What the hell is the point? Unless point? they flatline her. I feel like it's yeah. just another waste of money. Yeah. It always is. Yeah. Um, a bullet's have, cheap. Just put it between her eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Gas chamber. Yeah. Death yeah. killed her. We'll get to that. The number one killer in the world is death. death. I think you're thinking of a different killer. I thought she got the gas chamber. No, about the one taking the the her the man up to her apartment. That's not Eileen. That's not Eileen Warners? Mm-hmm. I thought that was Eileen that Warners. That was um I can't think of what her name is, but she she just had no remorse. Are you Do you think they wrote a song about her? What Eileen? Come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> yeah. So now, records obtained oh. from that institution reflected that from 1958 to 1962 that Mallory was committed for treatment and observations resulting from a criminal charge of assault with intent to rape and receive an overall eight years of treatment from that facility. So in 1961, it, it was observed of Mr. Mallory that, his possess, that, his, that he possessed strong sociopathic trends. Yeah. And the judge refused to allow this to be admitted in the court as evidence and denied Warno's request for a retrial. In February of 1993, she pled guilty to the murder of Antonio and was sentenced to death again. So we're up to what? Six. Six. Yes. So no charges were brought against her for the murder of Seams as his body was never found. So there was no proof of her actually killing him. Pretty sure she did. She pretty did. Yeah. It didn't matter at this point. Right. I mean, she's at this point, you got six death sentences. She done. Right. Now, she did tell several inconsistent stories about the killings. She claimed that initially that all seven men had raped her while she was working as a prostitute, but later recanted the statement and claim of self-defense, citing robbery as a desire to leave no witnesses as a reason for murder. Um, During an interview with filmmaker Nick Broomfield, she, um, when she thought that the cameras were off, she told him that it was, in fact, self-defense, and she could not stand being on death row where she had been for 10 years at that point and wanted to die. She got her wish. Mm, she definitely did. Now, assessed using the psychopathy checklist that psychiatrists use for serial killers. Yeah. She scored a 32 out of 40. Oh, so she's pretty high up on that. So you're pretty high up on this list, okay? Now, this checklist evaluates individuals on a 20-item list of antisocial and interpersonal behaviors, which each of them being scored at a 0, 1, or 2, and thus a maximum score of 40. Okay. So depending on the location and research perspective, scores above 25 and 30 are consistent with the diagnosis of psychopathy. So, All right. I mean... I think we can all agree whether you think that it was based on her childhood, whether you think that it was based on the fact that Some she chose the bad. life of prostitution right. and being around all of that type of stuff. I um, can see how that life path could uh, definitely lead translate to, yeah. to something worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. um, should have got ourselves a pimp. Right. But I know that shit ain't easy. It's not pimping ain't, ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy. 
So she was incarcerated at the Florida Department of Corrections, Broward Correctional Institution, um, which is death row for women. And then she was transferred to the Florida State Prison for her execution. And then she actually played for Florida State. She did. What was her last meal? Uh, uh, pickles. I, I think she just had coffee. Oh, really? I was hoping yeah. it was pickles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been so, great. So um, she did try to appeal to the Supreme Court, which was denied it in was. 96. No shit. Yes. And in 2001, she petitioned to the Florida Supreme Court. She stated that her intention to dismiss her legal counsel and terminate all pending appeals. I killed those men, she said. Robbed them cold as ice, and I'd do it again. Two, there's no chance in keeping me a there's no chance in keeping me alive or anything because I'd kill again. I have hate crawling through my system. I am so sick of hearing this. She's crazy stuff. I've been evaluated so many times. I'm competent, sane, and I'm trying to tell the truth. I'm one with serious hate that seriously hates human life and would kill again. Now, while her, tenue, her attorneys argued that she was not mentally competent to make such a request, she insisted that she knew what she was doing, and a court-appointed panel of psychiatrists agreed. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Uh, hell of an introduction. Hell of a right. start hell to this podcast. podcast right? <laughs> so let's get into it. Yes. Yeah, so uh, she began <laughs> accusing... Uh, prison matrons of tainting her food with dirt, saliva, and urine. That's probably true. Probably. She said that she had um, overheard conversations among prison personnel trying to keep me pushed over the brink. By them, I'd wind up committing suicide before the execution and wishing to rape me before the execution. She also complained of strip searches, tight handcuffing, door kicking, Frequent window checks, low water pressure, mildew on her mattresses, and catcalling, and distaste and a pure hatred toward me. Um, Warnos threatened to boycott showers and food trays when certain officers were on duty. In the meantime, my stomach is growling away, and I'm taking showers through the sink of my cell. And her attorney stated that Ms. Warnos really just wants to have proper treatment, humane treatment until the day she is executed she believes that um he added she believes that she's written so in the weeks before her execution she did give several interviews which is the ones that you were talking about yeah. that you can find on, on cray, cray. youtube yeah um where i mean she she basically says the pressure the pressure it's driving me crazy i can't think straight and she was saying that she was going to be taken away to meet God and Jesus and that the angels and whatever is beyond the beyond. And in her final interview, she once again charged that her mind was tortured at BCI and her head crushed by sonic pressure. Okay. Food poisoning and other abuse um, worsened. And she said that each time she complained, the goal of making her appear insane or to drive her insane only increased. And she also um, turned on her interviewer at one time, you sabotage my ass, society and the cops and the system. A raped woman gets executed and was used for the books and movies and shit. Her final on-camera words were, thanks a lot, society, for railroading my ass. 
Well, then. Yeah. And um, Dawn Botkins, who was a childhood friend of hers, later told Brumfield that her verbal abuse was directed at society and the media in general, not at him specifically. Now, she was executed on October the 9th, 2002, and she died at 9.47. She declined her last meal, which would have been anything under $20, and opted for a cup of coffee instead. Okay. And her last words were, yes, I would just like to say, I'm sailing with the rock, and I'll be back, like Independence Day with Jesus. June 6th, just so like the movie. you're telling me that Dwayne the Rock Johnson... Came down there and took her on a ship to sail with her, listening to Sticks. Exactly. I'm sailing away. Yeah. Yeah. Shabba and the memories. Her son and never. She said, big mothership and all, I'll be back, I'll be back. Oh, no. She was the 10th woman in the United States and the second in Florida to be executed since the 1976 United States Supreme Court decision restoring capital punishment. Okay. So she she was something. Yeah. She yeah, was, uh, sounds like it. Yeah. She was special. Yes. Hmm. Um Natalie Merchant wrote a song about her called Carnival. And she no, she wanted that song Carnival because the night belongs to love. That's not she that wanted, one. She wanted that to be played at her funeral. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, when Natalie Merchant found out about this, when asked why she permitted Carnival to be played during the credits of the Eileen Life of in Death of a Serial Killer, she said that it was. Um, she said that. Uh, she, it was, she was played at her funeral, money, all that. So that's what Natalie Merchant was saying. Okay. Now, when director Nick Bromfield sent a working edit of the film, I was so disturbed by the subject matter that I couldn't even watch it. Eileen Warnos led a tortured, torturing life that is beyond my worst nightmares. This is what Natalie Merchant said. Mm-hmm. Okay. It wasn't until I was told that Eileen spent many hours listening to my album, Tiger Lily, while on death row and requested Carnival be played at her funeral that I gave permission for the use of the song. It's a very odd to think of the places my music can go once it leaves my hand. It gave me some solace. I have to be grateful. This is Natalie. That's what Natalie Merchant said. Hmm. Natalie from Merchant, yeah. Facts of Life? No. 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 (laughs) No. Um, That's interesting. Didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Um, a little food for thought. And, of course, you know, there's been so many different documentaries, no, movies yeah. based on her. Like what, you, like what you said, Wayne, you can go on a rabbit hole on YouTube and find so many, like, interviews and her interviews are stuff wild like that. It, it's crazy. Wild it's really F. crazy. Right? Wild F. Absolutely. I think that... Censoring now. I wow. think that she had a lot of... The, st- the the cards were stacked against her from the beginning, if we're being honest. Yeah. I mean, having such a young young parents that really didn't want to have anything to do with you, and then your grandfather kicking you out. 
Yeah. Uh, get on out of here. Um, that was kind of worked really it, good there. <laughs> Um, you know, with your granddad not wanting anything to do with you, kicking you out after your grandmother dies. But it may still. have been, you know, a person that actually really did truly care about you, your grandmother. I mean, I don't know, but uh, it doesn't, I'm not saying that what she did was okay by because any means. a lot but of people go through a lot of stuff and exactly. they're not all serial killers. And yeah. I will agree with that. I mean, there are plenty of women who have turned to prostitution or in their lives yeah. and or, stuff like that. Yeah. And, and they, they haven't killed anybody. No, I'm not saying that what she did was okay or condoning what she did. I'm just saying you can kind of. Sounds like you did. No. I no, but you can no. sympathize. But I can with sympathize because of what she's been through. And that's more of what I was trying to do, which is just almost. You can understand the trauma she went yeah. through and yeah. what happened oh, yeah. to her and you can sympathize sympathize with that you can synthesize synthesize damn it <laughs> ashley you're rubbing <laughs> off on me Sorry. you can sympathize with what she's gone yeah. through and the pain she had to endure and everything she went through because mm-hmm. as a child and as a young adult she did not ask to be here she did not ask to go through the things she went right. through but mm-hmm. You have to wonder, had she had any kind of actual support in her life? Had she been able to seek some kind of therapy for what she had been through? Would she have ended up where she ended up? Nature mm-hmm. versus nurture. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, it's that, and it's this possible. is like one of the things yep. that really interests me is is the fact that if she had not gone through that stuff, would she have still done what she did? Right. Right. And that goes back to what you just well, said, nature to, versus nurture. And all of them. Right. Exactly. So, because honestly, every one of the serial killers that we've talked about, none of them have had so far, because there are serial killers right, that look, have not had a bad childhood. If any yeah. normal serial killers are listening... <laughs> <laughs> had good childhood. So Can we talk to the one that's going on wherever you recently yeah. talked Ro- about? Yeah, make sure it's away from us. Rhode Island. And, uh, yeah. there's one in Rhode Island? Uh-huh. Yeah, there's, okay. actually, there's, actually, there's actually, one. actually a suspected active serial killer in Rhode Island. Cool. Yeah, they Not haven't cool. caught him yet. Not cool for the victims. Yeah, right, right. Cool for stories. Um, now, there, there was a book that came out called Dear Dawn, Eileen Warnos in Her Own Words, and that was released in 2012 by Lisa Kessner and Daphne... Baltabeb, and it was a collection of letters that were written over a ten-year span from Dawn, the girl that we just. That's probably a really good book. I know. I kind of want to get it and read it. From being you do that. Now see, and I'll lend it to you. I ain't paying for it. My thoughts (laughs) currently go to what the current culture is because you you've had the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. In the last couple of years and everything, would that have changed how the trial would, would she have been executed? Had if she that happened had now? this had happened now, would she have been believed mm-hmm. when she said these people raped her? Because back then, when she said she had been raped, all they would have thought, "Oh, well, you're a prostitute. You weren't raped. You were getting paid for it. Right? You were asking for it. Right? So." Would she have been believed now in the current climate we have right. as opposed to what actually happened? Yeah. Would somebody actually would have taken her word for it that what had happened to her from all the things from the sexual molestation, from all the rapes that had occurred with her when she was younger, would it have been 
actually believed. Right. Because back then it was like, oh, you were asking for it. What were you wearing? Were you drunk? Mm-hmm. What were you doing? Who were you with? Yeah. What right. did? Whereas now consent is a big thing. Right. So right. it would have probably nowadays it would have been like, like, well, you weren't able to consent to this. And somebody would have probably fought harder for her. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and, and like I said, do I think that she was raped? More than likely, I think that she probably was. Do I think all of the people that she murdered raped her? No. No, I do not. I think she saw opportunity to take these men's vehicles, their possessions, and go and, you Because know, she had a rat. And money right. out of their wallets. And well, I think that that could have been some of it. And then she was like, well, you know what? This motherfucker just did this to me, so now I'm going to turn my back and every time that anybody wants question. to me. Did she get the money first or after? Mm-hmm. Good. It's that's probably a good question. What I'm saying is, like, if, you, if you've already given your money, is it still right? Was she paid up front? <laughs> I would. I think. <laughs> look, my opinion of that, and this is actually a serious answer to that. I will. But this wow. is actually a serious wow. answer to that, is because, Yikes. from my understanding. From watching, like, documentaries and stuff like that and shows that we've watched where it features prostitution, usually an agreed, there's an agreed service. You right. know, okay? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is like, this much, this I'm going to do much. this for you, and that's it. And that's right? how much that is, and it's, that's that's the contract. Well, how much you charge, Dennis? Whatever for, whatever for a... a Say it like we haven't said. A blowjob. There you go. However or much for anal. This much for anal. This much for a hand job. A hand job. Or whatever. And then if you go past that, what about I feel like how much for a Cincinnati rape. bow tie? Okay, you know things like that. Well, I mean, if I if I go to if I go to McDonald's and pay for a chicken sandwich, and then I give them the money, and they're like, "No, you can't have a chicken sandwich." But I think that what I'm what this what I think that what this is more along to answer your question That's I not think that relevant at all I think that it sandwich? would be different. Please cut that. Please cut I that will. Shit. I, I think will. that it would be. Please don't. I think it's a situation where it's like if I pay you for this service, but then you take it and you're like you pay a prostitute for. <laughs> You pay a prostitute for a blowjob, and then you end up turning around, and you're like, "Oh no, I I'm gonna this. fuck you!" Right, right, And right. then you do that, and I think like, that would be what I would consider rape. Or in is that, that like the McRib? Or in my opinion, it's like there's some kind of kink that wasn't made known. Or that right. too. Yeah. Or that too. Uh, yeah. Like I mean, I'm into like maybe, this. Maybe the person that you like to be choked or hit and the other person doesn't and then when you start doing that they take that as oh my god they're trying to kill me yeah exactly so it's like you know doing things that is not consensually agreed upon at the time of the transaction (laughs) before things go down yeah i can see that as a kind of breach of contract Uh to be honest right and so it's like so i can see that being an issue but at the time in the climate, you know, we're talking about the 70s, 80s, when a woman cries rape nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, they're not believed because if she's a prostitute and she's working the street corner, they're not going to believe it. Be like, oh, well, you you're, asked for you're it. asked well, for they, it. The you're getting paid to do this. You are poo-poo's on all of this 
is the other side of that story are all dead. Exactly. And that too. You don't get the and other side. And so, you know. But even then, the men would be able to say if they had not been dead would have been right. the fact, but well, we I told her. And of course, right. when that kind of situation in the kind of society we have, the men would have always been believed oh, over the woman, the prostitute, sure. yep. being seen as lesser than. Yeah. For sure, for totes. Absolutely. So um, you can kind of play devil's advocate in her situation mm-hmm. and sympathize with what she went through, even though what she did was definitely not right. And she did kill these men in cold blood. Right. And absolutely. But you can kind of understand the situation she may have been in. And the fact that was that she was like, something may have went wrong with these guys that she would that she killed and she may have been like oh no this happened with the first one i'm not gonna get i'm this isn't gonna happen to me again and i'm just gonna go ahead and exactly especially with the rap sheet she had anyway they're not gonna she's she's not gonna be able to go to the authorities because a like you said she has a rap sheet b she's a prostitute and that in itself is illegal Mm -hmm. and so she's gonna be arrested either way yeah and she's gonna Mm -hmm. get time and all that shit so she's kind of like well nobody's gonna believe me anyway so i might as well just nip this in the bud and go ahead and kill him before anything else happens exactly so this shit doesn't happen to me anymore now you guys know that i love me some american horror story talk about it a lot on the podcast do you love you some american horror story i do love me some american horror story what the hell was that (laughs) it was a cat okay um lily rabe in 2015, which was the hotel season, okay, played Eileen in that's right. She did season, um, season five, episode four. Yeah, and she um, later on in the season finale of that season as well. So was that Colt? Huh? Hotel. 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 Okay. Hotel. Um, Is that the one with Lady Gaga? Yeah. Lady yeah. Gaga. And that was the one where... One of the seasons with Lady Gaga. Where you Who's had um, John Wayne Gacy. Somebody played John Wayne Gacy in that one, I believe. I don't know. I didn't watch it. And I know that Richard Ramirez has been in two seasons. That Somebody has played Richard Ramirez in two seasons. Yeah, Hotel, that. because Richard Ramirez mm. is associated with the Cecil. Right. Hotel, so. and in 1984. We all do. But... A couple. Um, something else that you guys might not know about was that, um, did you guys know that Jewel wrote a song about Eileen? No. It's called Who Nicotine Love. Save you some- What's it's called, called what? Nicotine Love. Nicotine huh. Love. So she loves cigarettes? Yeah. That song is apparently written about Warnos. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. When I saw that, I was like, that's... Did you so listen no to it? The, no, no, I haven't listened to it yet. So what I'm, what the fuck? I what I is the association with a lot know. of music with these serial killers? Well, you, I think it's that it's very just, easy inspiration. Uh, right, true, right, and and I mean if Dead if you're like, but right. I mean it comes up a lot. It does. In when but we I, do I, her podcast, it's like you have um, to think about how many people are intrigued and interested and are just like engulfed in true crime. Well, think about how many people so, like music. And yeah. if you a put lot those more two, those people, you put those two things combined, and it's just like why not do it? 
You know what I mean? The more so, than meets the eye. There's, a, there's <laughs> several other songs by other bands that I've not heard of. Right. But Jewel was the biggest one, and it was the one that surprised me the most. Because it's like, when I think of Jewel, I think of... Uh, that and then she's she did a a, a children's album. So me thinking of her doing a song about Eileen Warnos just kind of. Well, she from Alaska. From yes. So they don't have much to talk about up there other than fish and crab and yes. maybe the shitty weather. Yeah. And fucking ice. Yeah, and but ass road trucking dick. But that is Miss Warnos in a nutshell. Um, well, right. She was a. I, she was a doozy. You know, um, she and I did not mention this, but just an interesting little fact that her and her brother <laughs> believed that her, their grandparents were their actual parents what? because Do they I? were so young. When uh. they were so young, they thought that their grandparents were their actual parents. Well, I mean, it's possible because, you know, there are stories of, again, Mm -hmm. young women getting pregnant out of wedlock and their parents raising them, raising the children as their own. And it's really not as their siblings. Yeah. So um, I, I, I think, honestly, she was one of those people that were just like, yeah. Get on out of here! You're cute, though. Get! Potato. Don't fucking pet it. That's gonna fuck. <laughs> so, which one is anyway. it? Anyway. I don't know. It's a cute one. Potato. So, um. Potato. So, anyway, I think that. Yeah! She. <laughs> she the, the one person that she really truly loved, maybe she loved her brother. Maybe. Relations. But. Right. Um, and you know, he left her money, all of that. So maybe there was some love and affection there, but you know, as an adult, after her brother died, the one person that she truly, I feel like she really loved her, you know, turned her back on her and it's like, what's the point? You know, it's like, why do I even bother now? Nobody's yeah. going to listen to me. Nobody is going to pay attention to what I'm saying. Right. When, nobody's going to believe anything. Right. Nobody's going to believe mouth. me. You're already sentenced me to death. What do I have to lose at this point? Like, I mean, I'm already, I'm already halfway to the, to, to the execution anyway. So it's like, yeah. I mean, what I've does it matter? Five or six deaths and then says Right. What does it matter? I'm not going to make it through so. but one of them. Not even going to make it through that one. <laughs> Mm-mm. Let's say flatliner. So, How did they uh, execute her? Did they execute her by gas chamber? I believe it was, was it lethal injection. I believe it was lethal injection. Oh man, they should have hit her with electricity. But because I, I, I know there's a lot of talk now about lethal injection and that they're actually considering getting away with the lethal injection because it's being considered inhumane. Because what these a, people have done is inhumane. So. The pharmaceutical right. companies that supply the drugs that they use for mm-hmm. it are not wanting to provide it. And um, Shit, I'll make them up some. A lot of it is that they're not, because of the scarcity of it from it Big Pharma, from not wanting to provide the drugs they need to do lethal injection because of the injection. <laughs> lethal injection? Because of the lethal injection. 
because of the Love morality it. of it, because they are creating these drugs to supposedly help people, they're not wanting to provide it. And so because of the scarcity of it, these executions that they're doing by lethal injection are actually botched in a way. And so the things that they're supposed to use in order to make sure that it's painless and knock them out isn't actually working. And so they so, feel every last little thing they do. But you know what, honestly, so. you know what, honestly, they didn't have any kind of thought process when it comes to how they made the person that they killed feel. Exactly. So why should we? You did it. Let I'm the hangman honestly, do its job. And this may be very controversial, but I'm honestly a big opponent of the death penalty for the simple fact that just because you killed somebody does not mean you should die because two wrongs don't make a right and we're not because does that make whoever kills them any better than them at the same time though if you have somebody if you have somebody like let's say any of the serial killers that i've talked to about right right gacy Troll, fish. Now I'm not saying none of them I deserve mean, to die. I'm. They all fucking if deserve they to die had for the not died, they would have continued. They would to have do continued it. to do what they did. So I agree with you. Two wrongs don't make a right. Didn't but, she say? Yeah. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. So, and again, why? I'm not saying. Are, why do us as a society have to pay? For someone yeah, to true. live. So, I mean, I get what you're streets. saying, but I'm going to give you the opposite end of that. So that way, you know, both perspectives are there. Because that's, for me, do I think that every person that murders... I don't think every person so, that murders somebody should have to die because some people it is an self-defense accident. And then or an accident. You also have the people that are wrongly convicted oh yeah and then it's not until after they are dead and gone that it's found yeah that these people didn't actually commit the crime but but so to me you know it's one of those things where oh they're just wanting somebody to blame and so they go ahead and kill and they don't and that's where we need to put more of the responsibility on making sure that our judicial system is doing their part to make sure that these, those false, falsely accused people don't get falsely accused. Right. That's where we need to step up. So I don't necessarily think the death penalty shouldn't happen, but I do think that we need to do more to make sure that these people are the ones that actually did it. So that way that people are not dying for absolutely no reason. Exactly. Or having to pull time for, uh, a crime they did not commit exactly so that's my biggest thing for the death penalty is because so many people are willing to push it real quick Mm -hmm. just because they want to have somebody to blame and convict to bring closure to it right that they're not actually doing a thorough investigation exactly i agree with that but at the same time it's like um some people deserve it yeah like, all the serial killers, they, they really fucking deserve it. And they right. deserve to feel every ounce of little fucking pain. Especially when it comes to kids. Yeah. If, if... I don't know. Well, that's called suicide, my friend. Well, it, and that actually also brings up the question of assisted suicide. But that's another podcast yeah, for that's another, another time. Yeah, that's another time. But, but, um, but, I mean, they actually convicted him as a serial killer. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's that's... 
my thought process is if if you're if you do the stuff that she did, I mean, you you saying you're gonna do it again. You're, Absolutely. You're not going to get any better. There's no helping you at this point. You're too far gone. Yeah. Now, do I think that if you are trying to do better and you're you're you know, you're not wanting so what my to do question it again? is is why do we have some serial killers that are still alive and sitting in prison? I and think some are dead because can we harken back to Son the Sam? Yeah, he's still alive. And he's he's he's, he's, he's got his own website doing ministry. Yeah. So I mean, he's alive and he's killed people in cold blood. Is it what? But the difference between him and Eileen Warnos, because that's who we're talking about, he's the same caliber. Is that he was deemed <laughs> mentally unstable. Yeah. So she, how does she was it, too. If you can kill somebody, even if you're mentally unstable versus you're stable, and because you could easily say, because of all the trauma she went through, mm-hmm. she could have PTSD. She's mentally unstable. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Sure. What sta- what, what's the difference between her being executed and him still being able to be alive? The state. So. Yeah. The state. The and he killed teenagers. Florida. Florida does not give a fuck. Oh, no, of course, neither does Texas. New York, they do. And they're so, going to do everything that they can to not execute a lot of people. So shouldn't it be like if we're going to enact um, corp- corporal, corporal punishment, punishment? Shouldn't it be the same shouldn't way around? Shouldn't it be yeah. the same across the board? Absolutely, well, but yeah, it's, not it's not. Because each state is regulated differently. Yep. True so, I mean, that. when it comes to serial killers, I mean, you have serial killers that harm children. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that everybody would be like, oh, hell no, burn that motherfucker. Yeah. When it comes to a child. So shouldn't it be that way for everybody? Yeah, it should be. But Absolutely. And I wish that it was. And that's something that, you know, us as a society, us as a country, that's something that. I think a question needs people to be, should be pushing for of mentally incompetent. Because, I, I mean, the things she. Because we we have a theme when we talk about serial killers. They all have some kind of a mental instability to them. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, you kind of have to if you're going to willingly murder all of these people. You know what I I mean? And I feel bad about it. Yeah. Because the majority of them don't. Right. Most of the ones we've talked about do not have any kind of remorse. They don't at all. what they've done. So, Mm -mm. what... What is the definition of, okay, one is deemed mentally unstable to stand trial and then thus just gets life in prison. And then Ali Mornos, who is saying that she's going to come back and... She's going to come a, back with Jesus fucking with Christ. With Jesus Christ. How is that and, mentally stable? And um, can I just point out that that was 2020 would have been the anniversary of what she was talking about. And and people are like, oh my God, she predicted COVID because she said that it was gonna be mon- it's gonna be a monstrous event that's gonna happen. And I'm like, whatever you. Oh, okay. she didn't. She didn't. She, she did not. But I mean, it was just a coincidence. I feel like. But, but to me, you know, it's like, what you know. is your? It, it should be universal because if you're gonna have somebody stand trial and say, oh, they're mentally unstable, well, look at the PTSD she had. Right. Obviously, I mean, she I, she I, come back with Jesus. I think that our the the 
people who deal with mental health issues don't get treated very well in this country. They're treated better now than they did back in the back during when her we're talking time about when she Albert was going Fish through that and shit like that. And you know, and going through those times, it was taboo. Like if you went to a psychiatrist, you were crazy. Nobody wanted to talk to you. Nobody wanted to try to, you know, anything. And and now I think it's more accepted. And I do think that it's almost. It's better than it's it was, getting but it's better. still not good. It's getting better, but it's not where it needs to be. Needs work. It yeah. does. It does. And I feel like that if we, if that was better, people would not get to this point to where they feel like I need to, I need to react in this way. I need to murder somebody. I ha- There's my only way out but is to murder like- them or murder myself. And it's also when you think about it, <laughs> excuse me. There's um, a double standard. Yep. Absolutely. Because how many women are serial killers? How many do you... This was the most high-profile American female serial killer that I can think of. Now, and a lot of people are like, she was the first female serial killer. No, she was not. Well, no, she was not. We've talked about one that happened before. I have something that I'm going to get you. And I found it on Amazon. And y'all are going to love this. It's a coloring book. Oh, I love it. And it's when serial killers. I love and it. I'm going to get it for you and have you talk about each one of those. Okay. I'm because down with it. Because they're all women serial killers and they're pretty much majority from from the USA. Mm-hmm. And one of them actually has a paranormal tie-in Ooh. because the house where she lived is actually haunted by her. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's out in California. Anyway, <clears throat> but, but um, yeah, that would be she cool. was actually one of the biggest ones that you've probably, she was an older woman and she ran a boarding house and would kill her tenants and cash in on their social security checks. Nice. And she would poison them. Nice. So that harken back to your podcast from last month. Nice. But, but, but again, a lot of people like to say, oh, Eileen was the first you know, female no. serial. No, she wasn't. No, she, she wasn't, wasn't because there was actually one in the I want to say 1800s in South Carolina that was actually hung, and mm-hmm. she told when she was hung. Yeah, and she actually did the same thing as the old woman I was talking about. She also ran a boarding house and killed her tenants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this was like back in the 1800s before there was social security or anything like that. But she just had a. T- a tendency for murder. Yeah. And when she was hung outside of the jail, she actually told everybody that was there to watch her execution. If you have the me- a message for the devil, tell me now so I can tell him when I get there. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And that jail in South Carolina is supposedly haunted by her as well. Yeah. Nice. But so she's not the first serial killer no. woman serial oh, killer no. executed. But I think that the reason that they think that is because... <laughs> Sorry. Is because modern times. In the in the age of when serial killers were almost like celebrities, in the fact of like in the seventies, eighties, you had so many high early nineties. You know, seventies, eighties, nineties. She was the most prolific female 
during that time. So I think that that's where a lot of people get that misconception of, oh, but she's she was the most not well the known. most. Right, right. But, but right. she was not the most prolific female. No, no, no. But I'm talking about far. during that time frame, she was the one that. Because I think drew one of those of women I was talking about had killed upwards of 20 men. Mm-hmm. And they were all actually buried out in her garden. Nice. Yeah. And I think that was the one in California. You can yeah. fact check me, but I think that was yeah. I'm here where for it. it's at there. Well, that's one for a future podcast. But we're going to quit rambling because I feel like we've been right. on this one this for a long time. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, do y'all have you know, any? Yeah. What are y'all final <sighs> thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Y'all Is there anything you wish to well. add, Denny? <laughs> uh, no, she. I think y'all covered it pretty well. She was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. she was. She was really yeah. fucked up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, well, I think that that does, does it, it for this episode. Yeah. I uh, want to thank everybody for listening, and thank you, Denny and Wayne, Wayne for joining us yet again. We sure. love it when you guys join. Sure because tang. y'all make for some hilarious <laughs> Absolutely. And and again, if you, if like what Wayne said earlier, if you want us to maybe do a separate podcast from this and not talk about do you want us to do and once serial a month killers stuff just about random shit with these two right i mean give us some feedback we want to know what you guys think yeah. and denny i know you were about to say something i didn't mean to interrupt you, you can go ahead and share. share 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 you believe share. in life after love <laughs> well, saying share right share <laughs> <laughs> I got you, babe. If I could turn back time, shrimps and thieves. Half breed. That's all I ever heard. Half breed. I love the sainted word. This is what it's like with us hanging out. So what the fuck just happened? We don't know. We don't. Know. We really don't know. Anyway. But anyway, we want to thank you guys for listening. Find us on Spotify. Um, yes. Podcast Alexa. Yes, and we want Pandora. to hear some listener stories. The Apple thing. Yes, the Apple yes. thing. Yes. The yeah. Apple podcast. And we want to hear your stories, so please share any kind of stories you would like for us to share on the podcast. Especially with these guys. Because yes, absolutely. It's Hot great. potato. Um, I think Denny and Wayne need to be a What's need to be a regular thing. Yes, I agree. Because I, I, I love agree. the idea of, um, especially when we do our paranormal, <laughs> as with last month. I love the idea with the paranormal of having two skeptics join us to give their opinion and their perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it makes yeah. for great, yeah, 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 great shit for sure. So, for sure. thank you guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you guys so much. We appreciate it. Remember to um, like, share, follow, subscribe, subscribe, unsubscribe, whatever you need to do. (laughs) Leave us some feedback. Leave a a terrible review. Whatever. All right. Even if you don't like us, just tell us you don't like us. Because I've had a couple of those. I don't. Your opinion don't matter. (laughs) All right. Well, again, thank you guys. Stay creepy. Be weird. We'll see you next time. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Right. What Wayne said. And if always, be weird. 
Yes. So thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. This episode of Witches Be Like Podcast was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link. It was produced by the boys of Master POS Theater. If you want to get in touch with us, you got an idea, you have a theory, you just want to talk, you can hit us up on Facebook at Witches Be Like Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Witches Be or drop us a line on our email at witchesbelikepod at gmail.com. You can find our podcast Anywhere podcasts are sold, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and the like. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the next one. Stay spooky and always be weird.